You know, this is the one I was talking to you about, Max. Ariel Pink. I like this record a lot. Yeah, I love it. Well, now, what's this new one called? This is new, right? Yeah, this is called Dedicated to Bobby Jameson. It's really good. Not one song on this album is really the same. It's sort of very bipolar. It's really I know. different. What's crazy is that some of it sounds like old world kind of stone. Some of it sounds like old R&B. Some of it sounds like EDM. Yeah, I hear a lot of... 80s stuff i hear a lot of like beach boys influence yeah yeah, there's a a lot of kind of right on harmonics in it yeah i I really like it i really like it and it's ariel pink is the band the album is called dedicated to bobby jameson i want to since i'm a technological moron would you do me a favor and like download that for me yeah i'll send it to you you just got apple music buddy I know, but but do me a favor. Remind me how to how to get it. Yeah, I'll send it, it to you. The... This is the. Good, I I don't mean to plug uh, Apple Music here, but the best thing about Apple Music is you can just send someone a whole album. Yeah, but I want to get it on my computer too. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, you can do that. You just have to press the cloud. Yeah, I'm still. I'll show you. I'm still buggy whips and rotary phones. Okay, you're such a luddite. <laughs> luddite. Is sir. it luddite? Luddite. Yeah. Uh, we're back again this week, and uh, Donald Trump is threatening to blow up North Korea. Lovely. And, uh, He's calling people names like Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. and Yeah. yeah. It's Jeez. way not funny. It, uh, it really isn't. No. And, um, as much as you want it to be, it's just, it's just not. It's just horrible. We're going to have to add a whole bunch more links up to our page right for the victims of the earthquake in in mexico hurricane irma and the hurricane irma um and now there's another hurricane coming i mean i can't keep up with the natural calamities it's hard these uh natural disasters seem to be uh alluding to the fact that global warming My is real climate change yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you don't believe in, in climate change, uh, you're a douchebag. Um, kind of an idiot at yeah, this point. If you don't believe in uh, global warming, you know, go outside today in Chicago. What was it, 96, 97? Felt like it. It was hot. Yeah, yeah. I was melting. Warmer than a nun's ass on Good Friday. Yeah, look at us. We're wearing yellow <laughs> shirts. Yeah. So... Uh, Anyway, and I have a show opening tomorrow night. I think the podcast will be up by tomorrow. Right, right. So in beautiful Villa Park, Illinois. Yeah, by the time you're listening to this, yeah, it's it today. Yeah. Don't miss it. It's today. It's tonight. <laughs> Get to From, Villa Park as soon as possible. Exactly. Six to nine, the Park Arts Center and uh, free beer. Yeah. Is it uh, Forbidden me. Root? Yeah, it's Forbidden Root. Cool, cool. It's the Come Night on. Moth. No, this is uh, this is probably a t- more Atomic Child, which everybody's cool. kind of queer for. So. Yeah, that's good. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, who are you showing with? I'm showing with the great Kirk Kerndall, who grew up out there and still lives out there. Right. And makes uh, kind of heartbreaking landscapes, really lovely. He makes all kinds of stuff. The yeah. The things I'm really nutty for are his landscapes. And uh, we're going to get him in here yeah. uh, while while the show is up. We saw his work in, uh, where does he live? He lives in Lombard. Oh, okay. So we saw his work in Lombard, 
and he's just got paintings everywhere. About seven months ago, we went out there, and every room in his house, this is a guy who is absolutely driven. Yeah. Who absolutely has to paint. And while you guys bonded over art, you also bonded over uh, these fellow delinquents you used to hang yeah. out with. It was yeah. amazing. It was you Including know, one named Carmen Ernesti, who used to beat up grown men when we were a kid. Yeah, we were well, like every, I feel like everyone fifth and has sixth that. Grade, he, everyone has that friend that's like, oh my god, he he just punched an adult in the face. He once beat the shit out of a guy with a shopping cart handle. Well, I mean, that's unique. That's a unique like, weapon. Yeah, there. yeah. It's like right when you think that you're running out of possibilities for weapons, yeah. there's one. I know you're writing a book on Rust Street, but you and Kirk should get together one day and just write a coming of age delinquent story. Yeah, I'll direct just it. Change the names to protect the absolutely fucking guilty. Of course. Our guest today, uh, and and dear friend, is from Moscow. She grew up, uh, she was born in 1993. I got shoes older than her. Um, she works with us at uh, the Dime and at Adventureland. And uh, she is, has applied for citizenship in our country. And our country would be very, very lucky to have her. She's an immensely talented artist. And uh, hard so, worker. Yeah. Every amen. time I come amen. in the studio, she is there. She makes everybody else look like they're standing still. I, I don't know what time you come into the studio. For all I know, it's like 6 a.m. and you've been there for four hours. She might be sleeping there for all yeah. I know. We don't, yeah, know? we don't know. We but anyway, know. our guest is uh, Yulia Kuznetsova, who grew up in <laughs> Moscow. My pleasure to meet you. Uh, did he pronounce your name right? Yeah. He is yeah. Okay, okay. Man. How long did okay. it take me to figure out how to pronounce your name? It, it took you, a you long time. Yeah, right? Around three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, now your name is Julia Kuznetsova, you, you know. I, I remember when you first came in and he goes, what's your name? And then you said it, and, and you yeah. said it, you know, so so simply, so beautifully. Yeah. And then he goes, oh. Can can you say the name again? And he asked you to repeat it like five times, yeah, and I think he yeah. got it okay at that I, point. You know, I didn't really get it till like about three, four weeks right, later. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but uh, I wanted I wanted to talk to her first of all. She just had a, a great show at the Dime of her yes. paintings, and it sold like crazy. She got written up by everybody from Neil Steinberg to. Uh, the young man uh, yeah. with Bob Chirino the ambassador. Yeah. Connor, Connor Korinsky. Connor Korinsky. Um, you got just rave notices for your show. Uh, and this is this was your first one-woman show. Yeah. 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 And it was the first show for the dime, I believe. First right? show for I the mean, dime. I mean, I know we yeah. showcase a lot of different work. Yeah, I mean, it was a showroom before, but it made yeah. us realize that it could actually be a gallery. Yeah, space, we never so. did uh, one single person's, you know, body of work in. Uh, the whole room it was it was cool yeah you, you can thank paint you. thank you yeah you bet you can paint hey you grew up in moscow you're born in 1993 do me a favor take us through we have all kinds of ideas about what mm. russia actually is and uh particularly in light of the last election the collusion between trump and yeah. putin and and all of that nonsense what, what what was childhood like in Moscow? What is it like to grow up in the city of Moscow? I can only imagine. Yeah, I um, 
lived uh, in um, in the suburbs of Moscow, not the capital itself. And my childhood was a um, working class um, childhood, and uh, we had. I had I had changed several schools in there. It was uh, a really. Did you get kicked out a lot, like me, or did you just move a lot? We no, we didn't move a lot. It was just um, the first reason we wanted to uh, go to another place uh, because um, I wanted emphasis on English uh-huh. and um, you know and have some better teachers in it. So uh, better education. Basically, yes, right. better education, and I ended up switching a lot for um, for other school. They didn't like uh, they didn't like the level of uh, my knowledge. It oh. was not enough, right? Oh. right? Not enough. They they had tests. They uh, said that about tests. me too. You know, <laughs> my level of knowledge just no. wasn't enough. Wasn't exactly. Well, they've told me that too. You know, I think CPS does a pretty harsh thing of, you know, taking kids and and trying to, when they can't figure out a certain mind, I think they go about it the wrong way. They're also trying to teach them a a model of education. That's not for everyone. Sometimes just culturally doesn't really apply to them. Right. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. um, what I find interesting is that was this emphasis on learning English. I think perhaps your parents always had the idea that you would come to America and and speak uh and spe- speaking English would be an incredibly invaluable tool for you down the road. Both of my parents they were really into American culture and they appreciated uh the lifestyle of Americans. They have always dreamt that you know they would be able to have a chance to go there mm-hmm. and see it. And my father would, you know, he would always uh, he had dreamt that uh, you know he uh, w- will one day come come here uh-huh. and live here. However, uh, I we haven't like we had no idea that I'm gonna uh, going to study in the U.S. Uh-huh. until. Uh, until um, two years before I actually came here. Now you got a scholarship to the Art Institute, correct? Yes, I have um, applied to various schools, including some schools in New York, Los Angeles, uh-huh. um, some major art schools. And uh, the SIC was the first school who accepted my application. Mm-hmm. They reviewed uh, my uh, uh, let, re- letters of intention, um, my scores on uh, on English tests, yeah, yeah. and my portfolio, all that together, and they granted me uh, the scholarship based on the uh, collection of these documents. And, and also based on the quality of your work. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, one of the most touching things about your story for me is that <clears throat> um, the the scholarship kind of covered your, your educational thing, but that your mom and dad sold their home so that they could afford for you to come over here and live here for four years. Yes, that was uh, the biggest sacrifice that they have ever done. Uh, I mean, I think in their life is uh, to to 
to be able to uh, achieve that, to have that step um, sending me here is to sell a flat to, you know, to have uh, tuition money for the school because... So you didn't get a full ride. You got like a partial scholarship? Uh, for international students, it's just uh, some uh, some partial school scholarship, okay. uh, right? Right, and also uh, they have to have to see the whole uh, amount of tuition money ahead uh, of when I uh, apply. Wow! Yeah, you mean you had to pay all of it in advance? Yeah, it's uh, it's like okay, uh, uh, the, we will pay every semester. Is that that way for American students as well? No, American citizens can take loans from bank. They okay. don't don't have to uh, have full amount already before applying. Okay, and you didn't have that luxury being in Moscow, right? You couldn't go get a school loan from the bank to go to school in America. Yes, yes, because I'm considered as an international student and rules are, are applied to all of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what was it like when you, when you first got here? I mean, what was your your freshman year like? It was the uh it was the the most stressful time in my life. The first year I got here uh it was completely different environment from uh, the place, you know, from my hometown and uh, from schools I've ever been to uh, in in Moscow. Um, it was overwhelming with uh, new experiences. And um, yeah, it's just the English speaking environment was mm -hmm. it was really unusual. It was, you know, one especially per, in per Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can we, we kind of speak, you know, <laughs> Our own. I don't I don't really know that it's English. I mean, I think it's <laughs> Chicago ease. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Despite these uh, difficulties, I, I I had a great time meeting amazing people from all over the world and uh, getting support from them. And going to a lot of metal shows, right? <laughs> yeah. She loves metal. Her, yeah, her, her dad very... loves Metallica. Yeah, no, I... He does. I, I, I once, uh, I was walking out of the gallery in the early days she was there and she was wearing a Ramstein... Ramstein. Ramstein uh, yeah. shirt. I was like... They sing that song. What's that song? Uh, uh, and she goes, Duhas. And I was like, oh, my God. It's yeah, yeah. Duhas. No, du she's Has, she's like deep into it. Yeah. I mean, she's no, a it's... total metalhead. Yes. You know? Yes. You might like this album we were talking about, uh, Yulia, Ariel Pink. They have some, yeah. some metal-sounding songs, mm -hmm. especially the last song, Revenge of the Iceman. I mean, if that's not like... Oh, boy, do I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. That's good. You might like this. That's what they used like to call Charles we Bronson when he was doing uh, the Death Wish movies. The, the Ice, Ice Man? Man. Yeah. What do you think of that remake that's going to come out? I briefly? think it's going to be an exercise in crypto fascism, and I'm probably going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Uh, Julia, you said Julia, you were looking at you were looking at Chicago, you were looking at New York, you were looking at Los Angeles. Yeah. What made you choose? Chicago. It was because they were the first to accept you, or yes, okay. yes, that was the reason. You know, it was uh, time is money. Yeah. The, the longer right. I wait, the more we lose, uh, and uh, I didn't really have time to wait that much. Mm -hmm. so after I graduated uh, the right. high school, I just had to. Is go. it as cold in Moscow as it is in Chicago? The weather, you know, between Chicago and Moscow is 
is very close. They have really, wow. really close climates. Really? Right, right. So it's like shitty it's six bad. months a year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it snows more in winter. There is more snow. I could see that. Does so, it get hot? It gets hot during okay. like three months, you know, a year. It's hot. Okay. I was asking Julia about getting vegetables and like fresh vegetables and fresh fish yeah. and stuff. That kind of doesn't happen in Moscow, right? That is a, yeah, that is a kind of a luxury in foods. Yeah. The, a lot of stores, uh, you know, that are accessible for medium class people or, you know, like, you know, everybody is basically is a lot of frozen, you know, products. Uh, mm. Yeah. From freezers. So it's, it's all Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> TV dinners. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. It's a lot of cooking going on. No, okay. In, okay. in your paintings, in your show, there there were some kind of despairing portraits of women, and yeah. I noticed that 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 is a thematic reoccurrence in your work. Is, is does that say something about perhaps what awaits women if they stay in Russia, in Putin's Russia? That is the part of the problem uh, I'm dealing with. Uh, is um, um, the attitude uh, the government proposes towards women is uh, how they are treated more like a household item or, mm-hmm. you know, something... Uh, like chattel. Yes. You know, yeah. something that can be owned and thrown away and mm-hmm. they just have to deal with that, with the reality. I mean, I, th- I think now, you know, America is going through this odd kind of uh, uh, irony and dichotomy about... That the Russia now that we face is is the one we feared in the fifties when when it, the, the Cold War was kind of first started. Yeah, I right. mean, Putin's Russia is is like no joke. I mean, yeah. it's a it's an oppressive totalitarian exactly. uh, that just happens to have millionaires now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's first generation of millionaires and billionaires and oligarchs and yeah, um, yeah. So I mean. Uh, you have applied for citizenship, and uh, I noticed you went out and, and you have marvelous attorneys, Ray and Fiona McEntee. Yes, I am. Who handle a lot of immigration cases. What's the status of that? What's what's going on with that now? They're uh, keep me updated um, uh, every week and uh, saying that um, you know uh, it's 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 been in progress. And uh, in about a month, uh, they will finally gather all their documents and mm-hmm. recommend letters of recommendation that they have and send it out to the embassy. The list of glowing recommendations uh, that, that Yulia garnered in her short four years here. Right. A- Andrew Davis, uh, movie director. Uh, Thomas Dija. Uh, author, historian, uh, the author of uh, The Third Coast, um, Chris Keogh, uh, vice president at Goldman Sachs. I mean, you know, a lot of uh, kind of heavyweight people yeah. have have weighed in uh, as a testament to your talent as an artist and, and your worth as a person uh, to be a citizenship. I mean, when we started, when Max and I started doing uh, the benefit posters to raise money for Planned Parenthood, ACLU, 
every single one of them you were at and you were, you know, volunteering your time and, yeah. um, I mean, I think you've gotten, uh, the, the, the principle that freedom demands participation. I, I'm enjoying wholeheartedly the events and everything we do here, you know, at the student and the gallery. It's, uh, it's something that makes me feel better and, yeah. you know, uh, makes my, my heart lighter as well. And uh, it's so much, it, it's like fighting against Russia and, the, and its do regime. You, do, do you have th- those that kind of sense of community in, in Moscow? I mean, do you know of any kind of... It, uh, it, it comes from the family. <clears throat> my family... Yeah, I'm lucky to to have good parents, good supportive parents, uh, who understand that um, uh, you know uh, separation and uh, um, it, it just you, you know it's like uh, it it leads to nothing. It leads yeah. to destruction. Um, yeah. You know uh, because the the rest of the community is uh, dismembered. Yeah. is shattered by the government and 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 kept in fears you know um of um, talking and yeah i i know i know that on opening night of your show we spoke to your parents parents via uh, yeah skype skype yeah <laughs> right and uh i wasn't there what was that like they were very emotional so yeah yeah wow it was night. It was late night uh, yeah. in Moscow. It was like, like three in the morning in right. Moscow. You know, wow. we, we woke him up. These poor, lovely people. You know, <laughs> half awake. But it was, uh, it was, you know, their daughter's first one-woman show. Yeah. So yeah. they've got to be very happy for you. They, they were, they were uh, extremely emotional about it, and um, and. Uh, you know, uh, always, always anxious about how uh, things are going. They have yeah. no no idea of uh, how how it works out since they they have no relation to the art world. Yeah, they're no artists, and uh, uh, they just everything they know is uh, what I'm telling them. Yeah. So, and, and what do they think of your path to immigration? Um, they uh, are. Um, they're very, very supportive, and um, th- my dad is especially. He's he has always been telling me that there is nothing uh, out there in Moscow. Yeah. I have to, you know, have to flee basically, <laughs> and 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 you know, uh, seek better life. And uh, he both hands, uh, both of his hands are uh, on that, you know, on uh, uh-huh. on uh, me. Uh, you know, working towards uh, getting uh, the status, the citizenship. Cool. Yeah. Well, we, we, we can use more like you in America. Yeah. What was something that uh, surprised you about American culture? Like, did you see something uh, that you did you see something that you didn't see coming necessarily? Um, I uh, I I was surprised basically. Uh, because how open people are towards each other, even uh, people <laughs> who don't know each other at all, they can just engage into friendly conversation and you know smile at least, and even like look up from the floor. 
<laughs> it's, right. it's so much different. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What did you think when you, because I think you came in when we were doing the Car Town show, and the Car Town show was, yeah. was huge. The opening yeah. was really loaded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What yeah. did you think when you came in there at first? Did you think we were crazy? And, and I think you came, did you come to the house after? Yeah. I yeah, did. she came okay. to the house. Yeah. 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 I think she thought she was in an asylum. Yeah, that know, was, a, a, I mean, that's a pretty crazy introduction, right? Yeah. It was it was a huge experience. A lot of people came up to me to talk, and you know, and uh, and I met um, my coworkers, my future coworkers, and uh, yeah. people yeah. who uh, Ashkan and uh, Zoe, and mm-hmm. you know, and the people who I work with now. And uh, we we were talking a lot, and uh, I was asking them uh, specifics of job, uh-huh. and you know, and um, <laughs> and all that things. You know, what what are they up to? Yeah, I have received a great, uh, you know, um, great welcome. Awesome. Yeah, we kind of adopted awesome. you whether you wanted to be or not. You know, you're you're stuck with us. Yeah, I, I remember us being very taken back by the paintings. That oh, was yeah. that was the yeah. first thing I mean, we I were, was knocked out by. I mean, yeah. we were like, okay, she's really nice, and and that's great. But then we saw the paintings and we we're like, okay, there, yeah, maybe. Something just came to our doorstep. That's very, Absolutely. very great. Yeah. It, the minute I saw the paintings, I thought we we have to have an exhibition of these. Yeah, you know, and it's like you're, you're kind of miles ahead of other uh, other assistants that I've had. You know, I mean, you were you were way more evolved uh, artistically. I I uh, th- there is a uh, I have. Um, uh, uh, I have graduated from the art school in did Russia. Did you paint when you were a little girl? Um, I yes, I did. I have been uh, drawing a lot when mm-hmm. I was a kid, as you know, as as many kids do. Uh, it, it was some. It was a hobby of mine for yeah. throughout my did, life. Did you doodle and stuff? Did you draw like Ramstein on your? School books and stuff um, like that. No, surprisingly enough, I have I have never uh, drawn that kind of hardcore metal stuff. You really? Know? Yeah. yeah. I I I I just like to to you know do do animals and uh-huh. you know and and little scenes. Of, yeah. yeah of I can what? see the people uh, you paint though listening to that kind of music. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I yeah, absolutely. I see that. I, I, I get that. I, I see it in, in the world there. I don't think it's you know totally representative of of heavy metal but it's you know there's mm-hmm. something uh that lurks around there that's yeah kind of, there's something kind of hardcore yeah, at, the, definitely. at the center of it you know yeah. um it, it does look like some of the people and some of the uh some of the people and women you paint have been at metal shows <laughs> you know <laughs> um yeah. but i mean what i what, what i was astonished by was just kind of the depth of feeling in them and and in in some cases the kind of dour and despairing you know um, mm-hmm. and particularly kind of felt that the the portraits of women seemed particularly visceral and I I I got the feeling that maybe what you were saying and tell me if I'm wrong is uh, this is what happens when women are not free. This this is what happens with the repressed, um, uh-huh. uh, you know, guilt and uh, pain that uh, nobody uh, addresses to and nobody you know is interested in, and um, 
Yeah, it's just, you know, the the pain of not being free and being uh, in constant fear mm-hmm. of uh, of the, you know, things happening around and uh, in which you are not in control yeah. at all. In Russia, was it very hard to find people who were similar to you uh, and your mindset? You know, were there a lot of like people who were afraid to uh, show their creativity? Um, you know, everybody's uh, asking me if I'm missing my friends from Russia, and mm-hmm. I'm just saying them. I have only one friend over there left. I haven't made long-term connections with any of my classmates in, right, in right. Russia. Yeah. Uh, what was it like for you to meet Nadia from Pussy Riot, who spent two years in in Vladimir Putin's jails? Yeah, she's like some someone of uh, the subject of uh, my admiration, and even uh, the the subject of uh, of my paintings. The character, yeah. Of, like I mean, her. I noticed she had some things to say to you when you guys met, and I didn't want to be uh, I didn't want to be nosy. I, I, I just, um, yeah, uh, I think uh, she is a great person and very courageous at her young age. Um, yeah, she's not much older than you. I think, I think perhaps she's 29 or maybe yeah, 30. Yeah, something. Oh, wow. How do I pronounce her last name? Tolakonnikova. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. It's going to take Good me another three weeks one. to learn that one. But I mean, what was? Were you living in Moscow when all of the uh, uh, all of the, the Sturm and Drang with with Pussy Riot first happened? Were you still there, or were you over here by then? I was still there. I remember news uh, broadcasts uh, and uh, w- and uh, watching TV news every day about it, and it was all covered in lies. Uh, Putin m- painted a picture of them as, uh, as somebody who insulted church, who uh, um, like who stepped their feet on the very essence of religion and, uh, you know, undermined his power and that they have to be sent in Siberia, even like... That's where they went, didn't they? They went for two years in Siberia. I mean, you would have thought that they were like John Dillinger knocking knocking over banks and shooting not, people. Not us. Me and my family, we we are not that easily fooled. Yeah. Uh, since we understand that, you know, news is is just, you know, it's all, uh, it's the all lies, a big conspiracy. The lies we've all agreed it's upon. It's only what yes. they want to yeah. show and tell you. The, yes. Yeah. By the way... Uh, Nadia is twenty-seven. She's only she's twenty-seven. Two right years guy. or three years. And what she's done, and what she's done, uh, just to get the word out about uh, resisting and about being uh, against the powers that be at that age has just been phenomenal. Yeah, she's got a lot of great ideas. I really like. <laughs> I've been the doing projections. all these projections. Yeah. yeah, they're just incredible. I think they're great. I think they need more. We will more, get her in here, I by th- the yeah, way. Yeah, I think they need more attention, you know, I, and that's on, well, the that's news, just yeah, on the all news, of us, you know. The news tries to, like, not... Uh, Acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly. It's, well, you know, it's... Uh, I think they as shot, much as the They news, shot some on Trump Tower while they were here. As much as know. the news loves to obsess over Trump, I think they also try to avoid him. As well, you know, it's as well, they, they're weird now, as that sounds. Yeah, Max, no, they're now kind of licking their wounds. They realize, Jesus, we we gave air and oxygen to this idiot's campaign, and now 
this guy is the most powerful free man in the world. What do it's you like, think? I, I blame I blame CNN. I blame Fox. I, I blame all the networks for hanging on every word from this fool. Yeah, I don't want to get too off topic here, but what did you think of Sean Spicer at the Emmys? Trying I thought to- it was a really bad choice. And you know, you know me. I love Colbert, but I and you know I me. I like don't that. love yeah. Colbert. So, uh, I thought Jason Isaac had the best tweet about that. It's like this guy was Donald Trump's version of Joseph Goebbels. I thought Seth know? Rogen had the best tweet about it. Let me <clears throat> let me read it? his let me read his tweet, and then I'll just I'll, we'll just move on. We'll That's just, a good thing. You have all the good tweets. Yeah. Um, I just, I you know. And Seth Rogen's always kind of that guy who says, you know, oh, I should have said that. You know, he goes, if I saw Sean Spicer at a party, I think I'd get less pleasure taking a pick with him than I would calling him a fucking liar to his face. I love taking that, Taking a pick? A picture. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's just... Uh... Because you see, like, Seth you know, Meyer shaking in. his hand. You saw... Who's that other guy who hosts Late Night? He's got, like, blonde, spiky hair. Oh, it's not James Corden. He's like, ki- I think it. Oh man, really? he's kissing him on the cheek. It's just lame. Kimmel it, didn't, did he? I don't think so. But no, I th- we love Kimmel. He might have had him on the show. I don't. Kimmel's know. Kimmel's been but, kicking the shit out of that. Um, yeah, those Lindsey Graham guys. The other one, the, yeah, the idiot Cassidy. Out of and, all the late night guys, I think I like Kimmel the best. You know, I'm not crazy about late night talk shows to begin right. with, but I, I I really loved Colbert when it came out. But the Sean Spicer thing. I mean, Sean Spicer was propaganda for that was whack, yeah. and, and giving him a platform to yeah revitalize to himself him. is yeah. is 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 whack. It's it's totally. I mean, what are we doing? We're yeah, making this fun guy of him was, on SNL one minute, this, and then embracing him with full arms exactly. the next. This guy is uh, Trump's Goebbels. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was just. We should move on. Yeah, Yulia, what is it like to work for Tony? Uh, I love it. Oh, I love poor it. thing. Never forget nice when I when I first time came in here and um yeah and for the interview, and Tony talked to me and uh, reviewed my you know portfolio and all the things and he said welcome to our family, and I I couldn't be happier after hearing that I was all like going home after you know after the meeting almost flying. Because it was so important to be accepted somewhere, you know. Well, we also welcomed her to the island of misfit toys. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you know, I mean, really, you're you're part of the monkey house over there, it's, and we're it's we're, not an ordinary job. Yeah, no, no, it's like, uh, you know, it's uh, it's like uh, it's chaos that results in good stuff. On the best day, there's still some. Some stress involved. Oh, I mean, no shit. You know, I mean, tell them how at each other's throats we are every opening, every opening day. Well, Yulia, Yulia could could tell tell you yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Maybe she won't because it's just it's just weird. It just gets weird. Hey, we're going to take a musical break and then we're going to come back with more of our interview with Yulia Kuznetsova of Moscow. I did not see that break coming. You cut me off there. Mm. I'm sorry well, there, let's buddy. take a cough drop break. Okay, we'll take a cough drop break and, and maybe play a little music. And Yulia's going to go out and kill moose and squirrel. Just kidding. Yay.
got Every it. Every time I'm belching, blame Yulia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yulia. I know how to belch. Girl, <laughs> belches like a camel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are here with Yulia Kuznetsova. Right. Hey, you say your last name though. Kuznetsova. Kuznetsova. And my first name, I always change it to Julia. It it sounds more. You know, okay. Yeah, I was calling you Julia, and then I was like, so we're gonna have Julia on the on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. And my dad goes, Julia. Both I time go, oh. is both uh, is perfectly. Are bo- fine. Both are correct. I mean, I mean, Julia is English for Yulia. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna change it to Yulia for me because I I want to I want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I want to get. I want to. You know, there's a reason you're. Parents named you Yulia. That's your name. I don't think you should have to anglicize it because yeah. you're going to be an American, you know. Right, right. Exactly. Say it loud, say it proud. I'm Yulia. <laughs> Yulia. Yeah. You, you know, you're the only uh, Russian emigre that I've ever met that does not drink. Oh, yeah. Um, later on, uh, I, I have tried drinking. It doesn't work well for me. I get too upset i'm uh-huh. just you know i'm not having a good time you're getting bar fights and stuff right i get emotional you know i can you know you know can just yeah get get kind of you know and uh upset and uh just ruin the party <laughs> <laughs> so you don't drink in the name of not wanting to be a buzzkill yeah, it's 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 not that gives me much pleasure. Plus, seeing all the people and uh, some of my relatives. I mean, are, like Russia, it's, yeah. Russia, it's like kind of an epidemic thing, right? I it mean, is. Like, it is viral. Yes. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it runs in in my family too, and uh, mm, mine too. You know. Yeah, and you know, and uh, from time to time, uh, it has. Cost problems, and especially for you know uh, when you, when you're young and and as a child, and you experience one of your relatives drunk, you know, around, you don't really understand that it. it's fun for them, but it's you feel it's like a suffering. It's like yeah, right, yeah, yeah and it and it very much it is. kind of is. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. very uh, interesting to be sober in a a crowd of people who are drunk. It's you know when you're one of the people who are drunk it's fun right but then when you're <laughs> when you're outside of it you're sort of looking at it from a, a totally it's like clear you're mind. looking at them like i see the creatures have come out yeah you know? and, and and you <laughs> yeah. notice the things that people uh let out you know in conversation or and i, I i'm not saying i sit there in judgment of people but i mean it's just interesting where you can't help but pick up certain things when you're sober and other oh yeah, hey, just, you know, for drinking. thirty-four years, I've you know, yeah, I've heard some stuff that would curl your hair. You sure, know? sure. Yeah. I mean, I say I say silly shit, whether you know whether I was drunk or not. You know, so. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Yulia, how long did it take you to? I mean, how long was the process to make it to America? Do you mean the visa or the whole entire way of coming here? Uh, l- let's do the visa. How how long does it take you to get a visa? 
Uh, this visa that I'm implying is uh, O1 type of visa. Uh, with uh, uh, It's for people uh, with uh, extraordinary abilities. Um, namely, there are actors, painters, as- athletes. And okay. that is the fastest, actually, um, visa to, for the embassy to review. It takes two weeks okay. for them. To okay. Wow. So it, so it took you... It took you two weeks? And uh, me and Tony, we have applied um, uh, around a year. We applied for this about a year ago? Starting starting from yeah. the, the cool. beginning, yes, from, of the year. And it has to go through all kinds of processes like letters. Um, needs needs a lot of, yeah. Info- and we have a lot of those, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, she had an exhibition and gathered all of the... Uh, uh, all of the press and the yeah. documentation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a fairly religious kind of process. And I, yeah. I'm going through this right now myself. Because but we're on the right track, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm convinced it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. We're not giving it, feels, it back. It feels all right. right. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, going through it with France? Yeah. Yeah. Because Patriot, I'm going to be there filming the second season of Patriot for... Five and a half months. Are you allowed to reveal where you're going to be? Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody knows now. We're we're shooting in Paris, and you need a worker's visa. Need a worker's visa, and I have a meeting with the consulate tomorrow. No, uh, sometime next week. Okay. Okay. You know, cool. So and, should uh, we all keep an eye on like American French relations after yeah, your visit? Let's be very nice. Yeah. You know? No, I mean my. my Rule of thumb when I'm in another country is let my smile be a passport. Um, I've been in Istanbul, which is a city that's 95% Muslims, and I got along with everybody. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah. Tokyo, same way. Rio de Janeiro, same way. All over Mexico, same way. Canada, uh, London, um, Paris before, Amsterdam. And... You know, if you're not an asshole, usually people are absolutely wonderful. That's pretty much the rule of thumb, right? I mean, yeah. you know, take everything in, you know, question things, ask questions, but don't seem arrogant about it and don't seem, you know, prejudiced least, when you're exactly. asking about and at least the culture. M- make, you know, the, the, you know, the most threadbare effort to, to try and communicate with people in their own language a little bit, you know? Right. Um, I, you know, I speak just enough French to, like, you know, get in trouble, you know? I mean, uh, but, I mean, I can I can say, hello, how are you, my name is, stuff like that. But um, right. uh, our whole crew is, is going to be French. Yeah, yeah. You know? So we're, we're, we're all kind of, you What's know, that going to be like for Steve? I mean... Well, you know, he's, guys, uh, they're he's, from France. They're from Paris. Yeah, from Paris. Yeah, I mean, the the we still have the same uh, director of photography and the same cinematographer. You know, Jimmy Whitaker and Jody Miller. Um, but Steve has been had you know for months been taking this, you know, this thing called slow French, where you learn a little bit each day and it's repetitive and. So he'll be uh, be able to pretty much communicate, and I, I imagine you know this is so a big he's, show. He's going to have to at times speak French to the crew. Pre- precisely, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. 
Man, Steve, you're a better man than I am. I would well, be know, getting he's so like, impatient. He's so smart. It's not funny, so I'm not worried. Yulia, you know. do you know other languages besides... Russian and uh, English. English. I have studied German for uh, about a year at school. Ramstein. Uh, lay, uh, lay some German on us. Lay some German I only on know us. du hast. <laughs> ich du er es Deutsch lernen ist ein Stress. Die Phonetisch und Grammatisch sind so schwer wie Akrobatisch. It sounds like somebody's stepping on a beer can. What did you say? It means, um, it, it's like a song, a rhyme song. Uh, one, two, three, four, uh, studying uh, German is really hard. Uh, phonetics and grammat- grammatics are, uh, are harder than acrobatics. Okay. Wow. I believe you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. Uh, you know, you ever notice there are no great. Uh, Love movies in in German film. <laughs> None know. that I know of. No, there's it's a lot. It's not of a good, romance uh, language. There's a lot in French. A lot of Italian, action. A lot of a lot of yeah. horror stuff. A lot of gothic stuff. Yeah, I mean there are great German love stories, but it's not a language of uh, of romance. No, no. It's... That's why I like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, when you hear. Other languages, I mean, some of them just sound so, like, perfect. Yeah. Like, Spanish in, in Spain, I was like, why oh, do absolutely. these guys sound like like movie characters? Like, it's, absolutely. And look or like Italy, you know, when you're in Italy. Italy's great. Italy's great. It, Italy's a little more fun than Spanish. Or Italian yeah. is a little more fun than Spanish. Like, when I hear romantic language, I just... You think of Spanish Italian. Spanish comes to mind. No, uh-huh. Italian is fun. It's just this, like... Yeah. There's I think so French. Many things you can do. I mean, French seems to be the most romantic of languages. But. Yeah, I could see that. Now, when 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 you were a, a kid in Moscow, were you ever exposed to any of the great like Russian movies, like Tarkovsky or? Uh... I've seen uh, some of those. Um, there are good war movies about uh-huh. the uh, World War Two. Yeah, which are almost ripped from the heart. I would say. Uh, a lot of people there are war veterans in the, Russia. The Russians have a lot of experience in the last century yeah. of the war. Yeah. You know. It has lost millions of men yeah. and women as well, everybody. Yeah. I mean, even in World War Two, I mean, they lost way more men than we did. Yes. They were the heroes of World War Two, from of, what I can yeah. gather, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You know, I mean, I mean, without you know, it could be argued that without Russia, we might have never we, defeated. We would have lost, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I we would have lost. Oh. I just think it would have been prolonged. Okay, and we would have lost much more lives, more people. Yeah, right. Yeah, the the one a uh, very good movie, I believe it uh, is translated like Flying Cranes. It's about the World War Two, and it's uh-huh. black and white movie. Really? And, yeah, it's black, and it's filmed in uh, around ninety ninety fifties, around that time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really old, and uh, it's it's actually internationally recognized as a masterpiece about the mm-hmm. World War Two. They did a great job, and it's extremely dramatic. And what, what is this what called? Flying Cranes. Flying mm-hmm. Cranes. What kind of art did you look to in Russia? I mean, what, what Russian artists really spoke to you? I like uh, Valentin Serov. 
mm-hmm. he's um, a portraitist. He paints uh, portraits. Uh-huh. Uh, he had a lot of commissions uh, uh, during uh, Tsar times, yeah. N- Nikolai the uh, First. Yeah. During that time, and Rasputin, boy, he was hard to kill, huh? <laughs> yeah, Rasputin. Yeah, well, uh, he's. Uh, he, he, everybody thought he had some magical powers, and uh, yeah. No, it's just a tough Russian, you know. <laughs> You just yeah. I mean, they tried to stab him. They tried to poison him. They uh, tried to throw his he, ass off a cliff. Yeah, he, yeah. He, you know. Yeah, he was. He's like Wolverine. He's kind of like Wolverine. Okay. Yeah, he was a he was a <laughs> Russian monk. Right. And like the Tsar of uh, Nicholas and Ni- Alexandra. Nicholas. Ni- yes, Nicholas. Yeah. And he was uh, close to their family, to the yeah. royal family. He was kind of a pain in the ass, right? Um. They later on they uh, found out that he has some sort of conspiracies and uh, oh. they 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 basically thought he was witch. Yeah. Really, he was rich. Witch, witch. A witch. A witch. A witch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like a pagan. A like pa- a, yeah. yeah. He was. Male witch. Because <laughs> right. he tried to poison him like two or three times. Yeah. And the asshole wouldn't die. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. There is a story. He's, I think they just got to get better poison. <laughs> you know what I mean? Evidently, they've gotten better at it, uh, especially Putin. It was probably some alcohol, which he just used to drink yeah. all the time. Yeah. You ever seen a picture of the guy? Oh, yeah. He looks like the Unabomber without the hoodie. Uh, he's got that long beard. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's like. I'm looking at him now. He's yeah. he's looking very crazy. Uh, hold on. Well, if you look at the monitor up there, yeah. you can see him. Uh, let me show. Let me show you this. Yeah. He, he looks fairly batshit to me. He yeah. Looks he looks like, crazy. Uh, yeah. Wow. He looks like the guy who drinks the bong water, you know? Yeah. yeah de- or eats, eats the. Eats the end of the joint when it's when it's all done yeah, and everyone's or, daring someone to or the the worm in the tequila. Oh, I'm sure he's done. You no, know, he was probably yeah. he was probably whacked on absinthe. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't, no, didn't they throw his ass off a cliff and he lived? Yeah, uh, there was a. Um, now it's it's been a lot of uh, you know sort of tales uh, about him. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, that uh, he, he people were trying to kill him different ways, you know, throw them, and and he has suffered severe damages that are in incompatible to you know to live after. Why didn't they just like shoot him? They did eventually. Is that how they got him? Yeah, Rasputin was murdered during the early morning on December thirtieth. Um, 1916, he died of three gunshot wounds, one of which was a close range shot to his forehead. That's brutal. Um, That'll do it. But yeah, I mean, three. Well, I mean, they threw him off off a cliff, they poisoned him, it's like, you know. Mm -hmm. This guy was Wolverine. Yeah, he got stabbed or something with a sword or some shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know the whole story. I just know that he was hard to kill. He was like... Maybe some of it's legendary, you it know. It was like Wolverine with a drinking problem. Right. He de- I mean, he definitely ha- looks like he could be related to to Logan from from Wolverine. Oh yeah. 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 You take a picture, you take one look at that guy and you know he ain't right. No. Not at all. Yulia, what are some things about Russia 
and the Russian people that would surprise us as Americans. Because, you know, we have a very... Um, yeah. We've discussed kind of this image that we have of Russia, you know, from the I mean, outside. We, we really can't really much look over the fence. Yeah. I mean, even with the internet, even with, you know, television yeah. movies, yeah. E- even with it supposedly being a more open society, we still don't know. Yeah. What's misunderstood about Russia? It is, um, I love talking about differences uh, because... Um, when you see an American person in Russia, you just right away you spot you spot it's it's not Russian person. Really, it's extremely different. Yeah, um, How the so? biggest <clears throat> the biggest uh, uh, you know uh, visual difference is the whole attitude and body uh, language b- and b- stuff. You know the the way a person looks and uh, and even dress. Oh, okay. You know pr- preferring. Uh, 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 very like grayscale colors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in in clothes, not to stand out. It's like, yeah, it's it's really risky, and uh, nobody wants to get in trouble, you know, and uh, uh, get assaulted by other groups or something. What what other groups? I mean, who? Um, yeah. Are these like nationalists? Are these gangs? There are, yeah, skinheads. Skinheads. Oh, wow. Right, right. They're kind of assholes worldwide. They assault um, uh, Russians who came from uh, neighboring countries like Kazakhstan, Uh Tajikistan, especially. Uh, Usually, you mean like people of color? Yeah. yeah, different yeah. ethnicities, right? All right. Yeah, right. yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the biggest difference is uh, is you know very sec- secret demeanor. I would right. say very secretive and uh, reserved. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. Um, so if I was if I was wearing what I was when my dad came to Russia, we'd be we'd be spotted. Pretty quickly, it's not right Russian, away, right? right? You'd be spotted by the way you talk, the how loud. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah. right. right. <laughs> so if you kind of have this uh, confident attitude and and maybe sort of you know you're colorful in a way, or or, or um, like you said, your voice is a little enhanced yeah. uh, over the next guy. You get you catch looks, you catch kind of this. Uh, indifference from people right exactly people people like uh, over there to, to is it like a resentment yeah. thing or it's it's like a disapproval sort of really it's like what, what the hell are you laughing so hard yeah. or you're talking it's kind of like just like here for me uh, well i i feel like i feel like that happens here it in outside of city limits you know yeah. i uh-huh. get weird looks all the time and and Middle America rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I me and mean. Ashkan were in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Ashkan's got a long beard, and, you know, I'm wearing, you know, skinny pants, you know, weird shoes, all that. I, we were catching some weird looks. I get that same feeling. Even when we were at the Outer Banks, um, I got the feeling when we would go into town and have food, I got a lot of odd kind of looks. Yeah, I'm sure they were yeah. looking at those tattoos like, who's this guy? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, usually you just start talking to people and it's kind of disarms I feel like communication you know? yeah, exactly. disarms everything. Yeah. And I mean, I'll talk to anyone. I mean, I'm, you know, I ain't picky, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, in fact, uh, I, I'm kind of genuinely curious about people who are unlike me, you know? So, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, that's kind of been my salvation in visiting other countries because it's like, I'm a holy American, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I, I need like room service and clean towels and shit like that. And, um, but when I was walking around Istanbul, I became really fascinated by mosques because I've never been in one in the States. And in Istanbul, you're free to go to them, you know? And I went to the Blue Mosque and the Green Mosque and the, uh, the Hagia Sophia, and I was fascinated by all of it, you know? I mean, and, and people were, they were happy that I was curious. They were, you know, it was mm-hmm. not... Uh, was not what they sometimes expect from Americans, you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's the best way to uh, see other countries, Yeah, is, you know. Um, I liked walking around Paris, and people were like, well, they're snobby, they're this, they're that. I've they're really not. That. No. No. No, I, I, I find, again, if you make a little bit of an effort uh, yeah. to show some deference to the culture you're in, People will always meet you halfway. It's just, I honestly believe that people are basically decent. Yeah, it's just different. Attitudes are different all over the world. Like, the American confidence is not the same as the French confidence. So we see French mm-hmm. confidence as, oh, he's cocky. Oh, he thinks he's better than us. No, How did, how did you find it confidence. going through Europe? You're from a ge- different generation yeah. than me. You and I just kind of went through last year. Two years ago. Two uh, years ago. It, Almost. What was your experience like? It was beautiful. My sister showed me an experience that I'll never get to return. I mean, maybe I can pay it back in some sort of other fashion, you know, but she showed me the world. And you're and you're you're joking. You're doing yeah. the money set. But no, not even not even you no, know no. the Gabby... biggest amount of money or or whatever. Whatever that was, you can times it by two. It still doesn't absolutely equal the experience and the emotions we went through she on took that me, trip. I know she took me through Florence and went to Uffizi and uh, took me into the Botticelli room. The painting that made me want to be an artist when I was a little kid. Yeah, and I stood in front of it, and honest to God, I just I went to pieces. I broke down. Yeah, you know? it was great. I mean, I think. <laughs> I got along with things, and I think people took a liking to me because Gabby was there. Yeah. You know, she she knew a lot of do's and don'ts. Your sister's a good international citizen. Yeah, good diplomat to have, a great traveling buddy. Yeah. But, I mean, it was easy. And, you know, I I approach everything kind of, well, not everything, but I approach things humbly, I think. Uh, You know, I don't want to be too cocky when I get to another country or, or anything like that. But, yeah, I had a good time. Uh, I think, you know, I I took everything, you know, in open perspective. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's how you got to travel. Yeah, I mean, and I, I will say my daughter is fun to travel with. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, like navigating Italy. I mean, Navigating Paris is, is, you know, it's a very different culture from from us. I'm looking forward to it, um, but I'm uh, I I am leery, and I want to make sure that I make myself welcome. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, the one thing I think 
in Trump's America we got to do when we're overseas is <clears throat> let people know that um, we're their fellow citizens, you know, we're yeah. their fellow citizens of the world. And uh, well said. And break down, you know, those idiotic borders that this asshole keeps wanting to build, you yeah. know. Um, Yulia, where do you see yourself within these few years? Do you want to travel more around here? Uh, ha- what have you seen besides Chicago here? I'm uh, absolutely happy even in Chicago right now. I, I cannot complain at any point. Um, yeah, I'm um, looking forward to getting the visa. And then I'm going to, you know... Uh, me then I will have luxury to uh, yeah to, to travel yeah. Yeah. yeah to travel. Yeah. Have you been right. to New York? I have. Okay, earlier. you yeah. liked it? I I did. It was amazing. Uh, the f- the first time in Times Square blew my mind. It oh was... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think like me and you would we'd be like, uh, who cares about Times Square? But when you truly see that for the first time, it's amazing. No, you know what? Even now to this day, when I went it's to great. Times Square, I'm I'm kind of knocked out by it. It's so I, good. I still, I still experience a sense of wonder at it. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, just the history. You know, it's there. Yeah, you don't, you cannot even get get used to it, and that's the you know the uh, beautiful part of it uh, that you can get bored. What did it feel like uh, being, you know, someone from Moscow to watch the uh, the insurgence of of Donald Trump? What I mean, what what did that evoke um, in you? Maybe it's surprising to hear, but uh, uh, in Putin and uh, everybody else uh, were celebrating that he got elected. Uh-huh. They were happy about it, and uh, they were uh, even uh, 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 making sort of marches and si- sang songs about celebrating Trump presidency. Do you think that's because they enjoy Donald Trump, or they enjoy the potential of what Donald Trump has, uh, you know, has has uh, done I think to the country? They, you know? I think in part they were the authors <laughs> of that <laughs> right? Trump victory. I, you I know? mean, there's a lot of. I, we will find out soon. Yeah, they, yeah their main explanation was that uh, he has good uh, ideas on friendship with Russia and uh, uh, to become friends again. I'm I'm all for building up diplomatic, uh, a dipl- equitable dic- the diplomatic friendship with Russia. I mean, I think that is also a good idea. Um, I don't know if in its current incarnation, yes, yeah, with uh, Putin. I mean, you know, this man was bred in the KGB. Makes it impossible, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't think there's any shortage. I don't think this guy has any shortage of bodies on his conscience. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a little unnerved that Donald Trump finds it so easy to cozy up to. Dictators and strongmen. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it should give the whole American body politic pause. Yeah, it's really weird. I, you know, when Donald Trump was first talking about Russia, it seemed you know very from a a diplomatic standpoint, like we need to you know we need to get in touch with them. We need to talk with them. He wasn't very 
specific about what he, he was never is. About. And yeah, no, he I never mean, is. His whole campaign was atmospherics. Yeah. yeah, but now it's getting like, oh, they're in cahoots. Oh, this guy just potentially hacked the election. I mean, that's. Yeah kind of what we're saying right and well robert Mueller will let us know soon right i mean he's impaneling and he's subpoenaing everybody you know so i have a feeling uh you know tangerine mussolini may not be long for the presidency you well, know and the other guys i think we can honestly i think the american voters can nullify another you know term of like someone like pence or the other clown Who's the one who looks like Curious George, the Speaker of the House? The Eddie Monster asshole. Oh, Paul Ryan. Paul yeah, Ryan. that yeah. guy. Um, I mean, I think that's uh, a kind of idiot that we're used to dealing with, you know, because they're somewhat more predictable. They're right wing. They, they would govern from the middle. Yeah, they're right wing and they, you know, have embraced the whole religious right. I mean, they're easy to figure out, whereas Trump is not. You never know what's going to come out of uh, that. Um, it's a new thing every day, man. Tangerine baboons blowhole every day. Have you yeah. seen the latest on this with uh, Paul Manafort? No, they get him. Well, they turn him. They, they've they've got a lot of evidence against him. They've told him they're going to indict him. And you well, know, you know he's going to give up Trump. He's that's not, what this guy is not going to go to jail. That's what Robert you know? Mueller wants to happen. Because honestly, you know, Paul Manafort, Paul, honestly. They'll be trading you for packs of cools by dinner time. Yeah. You know? It says here, uh, Washington Post, Manafort offered to give Russian billionaire private briefings on 2016 campaign. Huh. 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 Yulia, what what do the Russian people think of all this collusion between, possible collusion between the Trump administration and the Russians? Yeah. um... Are they surprised? I mean, I wouldn't be. All I can, uh, all I know is from uh, what my parents tell me mm-hmm. what's happening. Everybody was so freaking happy about uh, hearing that there is somebody, you know, who is uh, uh, willing to unite with Putin, okay. or willing to collaborate and, and maybe create another friendship sort of thing, bromance, you know, a, between them. A bromance. A bromance. Yeah. <laughs> You've been in America long enough to learn yeah. that a bromance. Yeah. I think I think I think everyone in general. I see these two in a hot tub together. I think people are okay <laughs> yeah. with the idea of the United States and Russia coming together. I just don't think they're comfortable with those two guys. Those two leading assholes. The charge, yeah, you know, it's you know Putin and Trump are very yeah. the sphincter twins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's evident. Even though uh, it's been always uh, that um, the propaganda was uh, was always playing against America and Russia, mm-hmm. they they were feeding people lies and. Uh, and you guys, I mean, pretty much Russian people see through that, right? I mean, they know it's bullshit. Yeah, they feed us lies here too. You know? uh, n- not many people are uh, they actually, who actually they want in? want to yeah to look through you know beyond wow. the veil exactly. Uh, wow. You know, everybody says the less uh, uh, the more you know, the less you sleep. That's uh, by that rule. <laughs> that's, uh, that's very true. That's the. That's, I'm yeah. starting to use that one. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, what shows have you seen uh, in Chicago? I know you love metal. I know you love. Music. Yeah. Have you go, have you gone to a lot of concerts? 
I haven't had that much chances to enjoy uh, nightlife uh, concerts and going out, you know. Um, she gets in bar fights. <laughs> she goes out looking she's, for moose and squirrel. She's trapped and- in the <laughs> studio all, all year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I um I don't know I I I really liked uh, go to go to uh, Gene Siskel Cinema while I still was uh, at uh, the SAC. Uh-huh. This is uh, this is a great cinema where I can see r- rare features. Am I not paying you enough where you can get to a show? Rock show? Or I, I, that's uh, that's something uh, that I would do when I'm, you know, when I'm having a day or when, uh, yeah, Oops. when I'm in that mood. What the mood. hell was that? Uh, you know, that was my Google Hangouts. Uh, <laughs> just, I, that was me being a, a spy with Chris. Um, I, I have no idea how any of that works. Yeah, no. I was. It's like, oh I'm, man, I'm actually afraid uh, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna lose the some like my wallet or my phone on, you know, on on some of those what, menus. It shows. Yeah. Oh, just well, keep you, it close. Your, your phone, you just put in your pocket and zip it shut. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I know you have a black leather bike jacket with a gun pocket, so. Right. Right. <laughs> with no, no gun. Uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> No, she keeps Tic Tacs in it. Right. You know? <laughs> well, we're at, we're at an hour and, and ten, about probably an hour. We should. Uh, I think should close it. Up. I think we're going to wind it down. Yulia, thank you so much for thank sharing you. your thank story you. with us. And well, again, what I said a year ago. Welcome to the family. Welcome to America. We are glad to have you. I'm extremely pleased. Thank you. Thank you, Yulia. Second guest. This is our first. Woman guest. And our first woman guest, yes, but our second guest that we're going to put on the show ever. Absolutely. I know we recorded some guests, but she's Absolutely. going to be the, our second guest. You're going guest. up tomorrow. Wow. You're big time. You're yeah. showtime. So yeah. you get a uh, disc of this and get it to Fiona and tell her you're goddamn media sensation. Dad, you're so old. We don't need a burnt disc of this. Tell her to go on SoundCloud. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Send her a link. A physical evidence, right? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Max and Tony show. Thank you. Thank you, Yulia. Thank you, Max. Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. You just heard our sixth episode. Big shout out to Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. We want to thank Parkwalk Productions, the home of the Max and Tony Show. Remember to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom on 1513 Northwestern. Adventureland Gallery is currently showing Michael Gaylord James until September 30th. Look out for Kevin Nance on October 6th from 7 to 10. Free admission, pet-friendly, and free drinks. It'll be a great time. If you want to access the podcast through my dad, go to TonyFitzpatrick.co or go to his Instagram handle at TonyFitzpatrick9 or his Twitter handle at ThisTrain. If you want to access the podcast through me, go to MaxwellFitzpatrick.com or my Instagram and Twitter handle at MaxFitzpatrick. Tune in next time for episode 7. 
The Max and Tony Show. Mm-hmm.